Hi, this is Piece of Shit Dan, and you're listening to the Boxy Suck Podcast. Enjoy! Bum, bum, bum. Bum, 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 bum. Wow. Whoa. <laughs> what was that? I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. I'm a little, I'm just, you know what? It's, I, I don't like that. I got here and I told you it was beautiful and you said, no, it was hot. It's but you hot. were right. It's hot, dude. Yeah, well, you know, it's funny. We I, haven't done, we, we haven't done one of these hot. in a long time because usually you say you'll be here at five and you get here at nine and it's like not <laughs> hot right. anymore. No, we haven't really been in the sun. Can we talk about that? There, the commute home was fu- it was like ten years ago. There was no traffic. There was nothing. I got here on time. For oh, really? Once. Yeah, it was great. But we are, ladies and gentlemen, back at the Box Seat Suck Podcast Arena, the beautiful balcony in Westbury. It is the fifteenth of July, the year twenty twenty two. The sun is the the late July sun is beating down on Tom and I right yeah, now. Yeah, it's not good. And I am here with the legend himself, the sheriff, Tom Brown. Tom, how the hell are you, my friend? I'm doing good. Uh, you know, it's funny. Um, there's another thing that's kind of off kilter. We're drinking, yeah. but what are we drinking, dude? What? Tom, Tom is drinking a. It looks like a beer. Is it that does. not a it beer? It looks exactly like a beer. What as does that fact, say? Liquid death. Yeah, what is that? As a matter of fact, that? I'm not joking. I was walking, um, you know, um, at a restaurant, going to our table once uh, recently, and I saw one of these on a table. And I got a boner. Yeah. But it's not beer. It's water. It's water. It's courtesy of our friend Mook. In, in Pennsylvania, he brought me some the other weekend. It's liquid death. And this particular one, this is the black can. That's sparkling water. The problem is when I brought it here, it was somewhat cool. Yeah. And I just tasted it, and it tastes like I'm drinking tea because it's so fucking hot. Yeah. And you know what's funny? It's another one of those things that we're packaging as the key because you're literally drinking sparkling water. But, like, the, like, captioning on it, like, talks about things like, hold on, I'm going to read a little bit of this. Go ahead. Once cracked open... No thirst is safe from liquid death. After ritually dismembering its thirst victims, the brutal can of water used for severed body parts of dead thirst builds itself a flesh suit, I... which, if used as a disguise to get a job in marketing. You know, there's like a lot of stuff about death. <laughs> you know, I actually, I, I listened to a podcast with the guy that invented this, and everything is done on purpose. The aluminum can... The heavy metal, you know, font, the skeleton, dude, whatever. He wants people to remember this dude, water. Dude, I totally buy into this stuff. You're talking to a guy that buys dishwashing detergent because <laughs> of the funny cartoon things. I'm still mad that Joy got rid of their mascot. Its name was Droppy. It was like an orange little drop of, like, dishwashing detergent. That's what I buy. I buy Vermont Made because there's a hot Vermont Made on the, on, on the bottle. You so you you succumb to the marketing uh, tricks, it. let's say. That's no, fine. No, 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 well, I, no, no. It's not a trick if I know it. So they're not getting. It's a they're not pulling a quick one on you. It's a preference. Exactly. That's fine. So that's so kind of how that I means feel with this. I win. Listen, yes, they don't win. That's fine. I kind of feel the same way with this. I enjoy. I, I enjoy the the can. I recycle, and it quenches my thirst. It does what it does. I will say this though. Do you know what I would prefer to a warm sparkling water? What a cold. Non-sparkling water. I'll take a cold fucking anything at this point. It is... This... Okay, we can easily say that I think the first Milton episode was the coldest ever. Yeah, like Um, 10 degrees. I think Walkman John was a hot day, too. Well, we had hot ones where phones were dying. Well, Larry in Florida with his phone crapping in and out. It happened to ours. Like, something... You you shut down. Wasn't it Walkman John or was it something else? I'm covering... I'm I'm basically... I'm, I'm putting the fucking phone under my leg. 
right now. Just Dude, like, and by the way, it's six o'clock. First of all, you can't ask me because you're talking to a guy who tells the same stories every three podcasts because I don't remember <laughs> if I told it or not. It's six o'clock. Eventually, the sun's going to go down. Yeah, at some in point. about two and a half hours. By the way, speaking of, because uh, I said Milton was the uh, coldest episode, I went on Instagram before I got here, and there was an Instagram live from the bodega. Would you believe that tonight Milton is doing a rap show at the bodega? I'll show. Well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing a rap show. Let me say something. To Go you. ahead, Tom. If we were planning on being at the bodega tonight, and I found that out, and we weren't recording the podcast, I'd look at you and say, "Turn this car around. We're going back to record a podcast." <laughs> not interested. You were at the bodega recently. I heard though. Were you not? Let me tell you something. I heard a rumor. Let me tell you something. Not only was I at the bodega, I got a grand entrance. Now there were a couple of chuckleheads in the front that were like, "Who are you?" But let me tell you something. By the end of the night. They all knew my name. You must love the Who Are You, though, because it gives you an opportunity to... I play heel. I get to pose a little. But you let the rest of the people speak for you. You don't yeah. even have to answer them. Oh, yeah, I didn't point. come in yeah. there asking for no adulation. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. when I walked to the back and I was accepting handshakes, cigars, drinks, kisses, you know, hugs, <laughs> then they all realized, okay, maybe I was off base with this Who Are You. And it was more like, how can I be you? How can I be you? Correct. And by the end of the night, I don't know if any of us knew who we were, but that's a story. I knew who I was because we were going outside. You remember all the dust on that one car? And I signed my name. I signed Sheriff Tom, and I actually put the dollar sign as the yes. Your memory, I'm so telling you. Someone's going to go out in that car and see Sheriff Tom sign their car. Either you have the greatest memory ever, or I have no memory, or maybe the truth is somewhere in the middle. That was a month ago, you, and I already forgot it, dude. Yeah, but I tell the same stories every three podcasts. Yeah, but we you just them. you remember shit that I... Anyway. I got one for you. Go ahead. The music at the bodega. So listen, we go out there at the bodega, and oh. these guys are DJing, and they're playing some hardcore rap. They're playing DMX. I can deal with that. Play what you want. You guys are the DJs. But then you guys made a couple requests. Feel free to tell the people what you requested. So I requested that I remember two songs. I requested Misfits, Skulls. Yes, you and did. I requested Sepultura, Roots, Bloody Roots. Yes, and both did. were played. And I, God, I forgot the kid's name. It's on my Instagram. I could, I can't check now because we're recording on my phone. But shout out to that kid, whoever he was. Nice well, kid. I will tell you, uh, you do recall what happened when Roots was playing. Go ahead. Correct? Go ahead. Tell the story. Because oh, I get upset thinking about it. I still get upset. Tell yeah, the story. Some trash bag came running over. This blonde girl, she comes running over. She goes, stop, stop. He's yelling and screaming. You would have thought like... I don't know. I don't you understand. The kid, the, it's the kid's speaker. It's his playlist. If he plays it, he plays it. Dude, Were me and you complaining about any songs played prior to that? That song was on no more than 30 seconds. It's one of the greatest songs of all time. And she got it stopped. Did you? Oh, she did. She did. I don't remember However, that. However, they kicked it back up. Good. Good. And, um, no, I didn't like that because, well, first of all, I'm a big music snob. If we went in the back and I saw a music system and no music was playing, I would be bitching, bitching, bitching. But the music was a good surprise. Now... Going back to the bodega, that was my first trip to the Yankee Stadium area in about two and a half years. I have no interest in going into a game right now. I know that ticked off a few people. Evelyn, I'm going to tell you right now, <laughs> mind your business. If I don't want to go in, I don't go in. You can hand me free tickets. You can hand me free food. You can tell me there are girls in there lining up to hug and kiss me. I'm not going in. I like it outside. I go to visit my friends. I put in a lot of time at that stadium. I'm tired. Well, listen... You being there made the night for a lot of people. But shout out, number one, to the champ. It was his birthday that day. Yes. And to everybody, easily one of the most enjoyable, fun times I've ever had at the Wait, bodega. No. So many people were there. Vinny even came in. I know a lot of people said it was the first time they'd seen him back there in a while. Obviously, the, the usual, the regulars, the, the, the legends themselves, 
Sancho's birthday. The captain was there, Mook, Steve, uh, Pizza Bagel Dave, who drove with us, by the way, kept us company on the way in oh, uh, from the island. Haas. Well, I was going to get to that. Evelyn, oh, the aforementioned Evelyn, a bunch of friends of Evelyn who we'd never met who were introducing themselves to us, a bunch of guys I didn't even know who claimed that they were younger and remember me out there 15, 20 years ago. But Haas. I got emotional when I saw Haas, Tom. I won't lie. Uh, he, ha- Haas is just one of those guys. He's just one of those guys. I'll he leave is. it at that. Well, I got emotional when I saw Haas twice. First time when I saw Haas. Second time when I saw Haas carrying that big pile of Coors Light cans. <laughs> yeah. And then also, and a shout out to you for bringing in that. Uh, well, I got I got him those cans McDonald's. too. I know you did. I got I started the night by getting Haas the case of beer, and I ended it by getting you all. I think it was twenty five cheeseburgers from McDonald's. Hey, big spender! <laughs> yeah, never. Paid fifty some dollars to park. And uh, and I'll say this: whatever I paid was not worth it the next morning on the toilet. Should we cut to a break after? No, I'm just kidding. No, Go not ahead. yet. Um, oh, you know what? I was drinking. I was mixing it up. I had some Bud Light lime. I've already gone on record here saying how much I dislike Bud um, and Bud Light. However, they're Bud Light Lime, they're Bud Light Orange. Uh, I'm fine with them. And I, I was rocking the $5 cans of beer. Pints, by the way. Speaking of beer, I am now at 1,942 oh beers. 1,942 beers. 1942. We were at war with the Germans. You're at 1,942 beers. Incredible. Incredible. So we're looking at a month and a half or so. Oh, my God. We'll work on something. I got the 2,000 beer planned. Listen, folks, keep checking back on the Box Seat Suck uh, Facebook page. Tom will be updating the closer we get to 2,000. There are preliminary talks about a live event. Tom already knows this. I'll share it with you, our loyal listening audience. I am uh, anxious as hell about the possibility of Tom hitting beer number 2,000 when I'm away. I hope it doesn't happen, oh, but no. I, I don't want to stop you from your on your journey. Uh, and number two, shout out to a loyal listener, a friend of the podcast. We actually FaceTimed him from the bodega that night, if you remember, and, oh, and, yes. he, and he was a little under the weather. And that is one Gunnar Keith, who, if there's anybody that's updating me on your beer count more than you, it's him, Tom. He is following you. He is tracking the beers. He is excited, and you know, he will be there. He will be there when you hit number two thousand. It's important. It, 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 it's it's an ongoing event. It's kind of like the baseball season. Every day is a new day. Every day, you know. After you leave, I'm going to be cracking some. I'm going to be cracking some Schaefer's later because, as you know, Schaefer is the one beer to have when you're having more than one. And I'm planning on having anywhere from four to eleven. <laughs> Big news, Schaefer's back. It's been three years. The old man cans are back, and I'm on them. You're excited about yes, that. Yes, do you know Do you know that for a while, and I think I've said this, I was the number one Schaefer drinker on Untapped in the world. Whoa. Most check-ins in the world with Schaefer. And then it went away, and two people since passed me. One of them I'll be passing again in about a month. The other one I can't pass because you know why? Dirty pool. He cheats. You Wait see, a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. We yeah. got to We got to get them involved. Then, if you were the number one in the world, we got to get. We may untapped. have to get them to. On, well, on, are the people that check in, and that's over one million, one point two million users. That's on insane. Untapped. Okay, if anybody is listening that can get us in touch with these people, we got to get them involved in yeah. that two thousand. And I want to call foul on the guy that's number one. You know why? Here's why. If I open up a Schaefer tonight and I open it and I drink it, I check it in. That's one check in. Yeah, that's fair. If I open up a second one, I don't check it in again. If I open one up tomorrow, that's a new check-in. 
It's a new day. This idiot checks in every single time he opens one. So if I drank seven tonight, that'd be seven check-ins? No, that's not how it works. Seven unique Schaefer's or seven... Or, or seven, seven unique check-ins. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'm saying of the... How many different Schaefer beers are there? No, no, no. It's Just, the one it's Schaefer the one beer, Schaefer but beer. Uh, every time you drink it, each day is a unique check-in. Yeah. If I drink one today, it's one check-in. And this guy will drink, drink seven in a night and, and check, check in seven times. Seven. That's no, that's correct. terrible. No, you can't do that. Can we get his information and maybe yeah, get a I, debate I wrote, with I, him? I, 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 will, I will confess I have written a letter yeah. and no response yet. For some reason, my letters gain little traction. And I think it's because I'm verbose and people get upset. Listen, we can get uh, the, the Box Seat Suck podcast universe. If you're out there and you can help us out, get us in touch with somebody from the beer company. And also, yeah, let's Schaefer. find this guy who's checking in seven times I'm a night. Let's it. get him on the podcast and let's let him debate. Tom. I also want him thrown off the site. Um... I wrote a couple of uh, random notes. By the way, again, we're flying from the seat of our pants. I have absolutely nothing. We haven't recorded in a while, and I still have nothing prepared. We have no topic. We have nothing. But I do have some things written down. Uh, one thing I wanted to complain about. Go now, ahead. And this you can consider part of the Now I'm Mad segment. Do you remember when um, Pizza Bagel Dave, his birthday, you know, was a few weeks ago, and everybody graciously went on Facebook and wished him a happy birthday? I do, yes. Do you remember what happened about a week later? I do. Yeah, he came on and said thank you for the birthday wishes. I, I And I remember it upset you. Yeah, you don't do that. No. Here's why. Go ahead. Do it that day or do it the next day. When you wait a week and then you do it, what are you doing? You're basically calling, or in your words, he was calling attention to himself. Yeah, he was again. kicking yeah. it back up. And that attention. upset you, and yes. you called him out on it. I did. You did, and that's okay. fine. I also reported him. <laughs> <laughs> but, but Facebook denied, they, <laughs> they denied my... um. <laughs> report it wasn't offensive or whatever they did <laughs> they ruled when it. you when you report yeah. don't they ask why are you reporting this person yes <laughs> what did you say i don't know i think it was harassment or something <laughs> there's only so many so wait a minute what is the cutoff line to you 24 hours no nah, thank the people 48 day so if he did it within 48 hours you'd be fine but anything, sure. anything after that you're calling attention to yourself. And not only that, if anyone had missed it, you're getting them to do the whole round of happy birthdays again. And you uh, should be waiting. reported. But that's an argument for another now, day. Now, wait a minute. I, I think you should. Hey, well, hey, now, speaking of birthdays, and I remember this because today's my Uncle George's and birthday. And mine is on the 25th. And I was just going to say, and then my son George is in six days. Yep. And I remember that my Uncle George and you sandwich my son on his birthday so yeah. your birthday's coming up is it yeah. not yeah. my birthday was the sixth my dad's birthday is the eighth my my uh you know i got birthdays up because my my sister's the 29th and i'm the 25th so yes you guys um you can either um buy me stuff it's perfectly fine you could send me e-cards to the bleacher creatures uh face um not the, well the facebook page is fine but you could also email them if our email still works. Again, I'm locked out of it. I can read emails. I can't do anything with them. I haven't checked in a long time. Um, yeah. But so you will you will be accepting, I take it, Facebook birthday messages. Who would but it? you will only be thanking within 48 hours because if you're not, our fans will hold you, you by the way, hold your feet I, to the uh, fire. By the way, another reason I get touchy about it. If you go back, you can check this year to year. I thank people personally. Every post. If I get 200, if I get 50, if I get 100. I thank everybody, and I thank them within a day. I'll be fair. When it comes to Facebook birthday wishes, whether it's wishing or thanking, you are one of I'm the more, gracious. if not at the top, unique yes. and intimate posters that's right. and personal posters yes, as I, they come. That's yes, fair. That's fair. And I will tell you one more thing about Pizza Bagel Dave, and then I'll leave it alone. <laughs> I love the guy, but next, next year I'm not wishing him a happy birthday on Facebook. <laughs>
Um, another note. <laughs> moving along, moving uh, along. Another note I have here. Uh, funniest thing that we didn't talk about yet was when me and you went to something. I think it was when we were going to AEW, and the guy came over to collect your ticket. And you were like, hey, you got nice cologne you got on there, buddy, or whatever. And the guy's like, oh, I don't know what about it. And then you drove away and you realized it was your cologne. It, yeah, I, you know what? I don't even remember that. You're right, though. That yeah. happened. See, again, another example of your memory just surpassing the normal memory. It was my cologne, though. Did you enjoy my cologne that night? No. <laughs> but, I, I, but luckily, I had spilled beer on myself, so I was smelling it. <laughs> By the way, how many people, I mean, you know, I, I've got a bunch of emails here. Maybe we'll get to them later. But i got to be honest, now that you mentioned AEW, yeah, I'm getting sick and tired of people constantly checking in with me every time AEW comes to the tri-state area to find out if me and you were going to be in the front row. It's like we've become a yeah. show, a side show to the show itself. Like, yeah. folks, we can only do so much here. So, you know, they're coming back in September, and I got 10 emails right here. I'm showing them to Tom now of people who want to know if we'll be in the front row. Folks, maybe we will, maybe we won't. You'll have to wait and see. It's we're not like, giving it away. It's like Christmas morning when you open that box. You don't know what's inside. <laughs> okay. I got another note about the bodega. Funniest line of the night. Um, uh, uh, was our buddy uh, Grant? That's right. He, he was very impressed with my eyebrows. Yeah, what would he say? He said, "I like your eyebrows." He was really taken aback that night. He said that he felt like he was in the he had never been in the presence of so many legends before. Yeah. And then I heard he got yelled at a few nights later, but that's besides the point. By the way, speaking of my eyebrows, I'm gonna take off my cap right now. What do you think of my massive flow? Amazing. Look at that. Amazing. Look at you. Wow, look at that. Yeah, you Tom, might get, you your might, hair... You might want to get a picture of that. Well, the thing is, like, I'm going to take a picture when we stop recording. So. Wow. But wait a minute. Your hair now looks longer than it did you could during take, the pandemic. You could take... Uh, you is could, that is that fair? Is this is your hair longer now than it was? Oh, yeah. I'm just very lazy. Yeah. I don't know if this will even work because of the sun. He's going to take a picture. You're hearing this live. This makes for riveting. I'm going to get the liquid death in there, too. This is ri riveting. Beautiful. Take one more. It's asking me if I want to switch the portrait, but no, you don't. I think you're fine. All right, so there it is, folks. You're going to see Tom's hair uh, live on the Box Seat Suck well, Facebook messy. page. And you know, every time I, no, I, I think it looks cut, great. I go to work, and, and then people are like, I love your hair. And then there'll be one old crank will come walking by and go, Should I give you money for a haircut? <laughs> When's the last time you cut it? My hair grows very fast, but I haven't been at the barbershop in like four months. And where do you go? Who's your barber? Right over there, right next to Beverage Barn. Next to what? There's an old timey barber. Yeah. I don't remember the name of the place. You're going to have to look it up, but here's the deal. Well, we should do a commercial for him. That's well, why I, I say that. And yeah. You know what's great about it? Well, I can't speak for much experience. I'm only there once or twice a year <laughs> <laughs> with no haircuts. But, but it's right next to a beer, beer distributor. How so, convenient for you. I know. I, I assume one That's goes hand shop. in hand with the exactly. Yeah. One goes hand in hand with the other. But I have been to the um, beer distributor four times in the last month and the barbershop zero. Take that for what you will. I can't even drink the water anymore. It's like talking what steaming. What else do we it's got boiling here? Hot. I'm going to try. I'm going to ask you. Mm. I'm going to ask oh, you your hot. opinion on a couple of things. Yeah, I'm all ears. Go ahead. The sun's finally beginning to come down, but the damage has been done to the sunset, water. Sunset is not until like 8.28. Doesn't it feel a little cooler? Would we get a nice breeze right no, now? There's a little bit of a breeze, but yeah. if you notice, there's no... That sun, it's still going to be right at an angle right yeah. on you. That's a beautiful sunset we're in store for uh, who asked me this question? Oh, oh, Walkman John. You know what? God bless Walkman John. He'll text me every once in a while just looking for trouble. He's yeah. just, he'll just get, he just looks to get me in. So he texts me the other night. He goes, are you going to watch the Jeter documentary? <laughs> wait, now that, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I yeah. think that's a fair question to ask no. you. Why is he, he's looking to get you riled up? I think that's a fair question. Do you think I'm going to watch the Jeter documentary? Why wouldn't you? I'm not. No? Why not? Whoa, 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 whoa. Why not? 
Not a billion years, bro. If you got nothing going on, you won't just check out a few minutes Dude, of it? I haven't had, had nothing going on since like 1973. You are, you are a busy man. But all right, so he texted no, you No, no, I'm not interested in that sort of thing. He's not watching it either. He's not know. watching it. It's, it first, really? Dude, we don't need... Look, a reminder? We... Enough. You know what Chris Russo said today? I, uh, he goes, what are they going to do? Spend one entire episode on Jeter catching the ball in the stands? Yes, That's what he no, said. No, dude, yeah. enough is enough. Yeah. It's, about, it's a bit much. I'm go- Listen, I'm going to watch it out of curiosity. I know some guys who um, were, what do you call it, pre-screened or whatever, a few episodes, and apparently there's some, like, juicy shit between him and A-Rod that yeah. even though well, we thought was out. Little, well, yeah. So, I mean, you're not even curious about that? No. Or you're just going to hear it, it secondhand? I'll read on the social media. You'll read it. So you're not watching it? No. So well, how did, what did you say to like Walkman seven, John? Just no? I said no. No, okay. I said, please don't come out with that <laughs> bullshit again. Okay. Let me ask you a question. So it's like seven parts, right? I heard seven, yes. How long, how, how long is each part? Please tell me one hour, not two. I think an hour, yeah. You don't I think seven think, hours I is think, too much? I think an hour. The, the Jordan documentary, which I know you watched, right? You watched all that. No, I'm not. That okay. was an hour, ten episodes, so ten hours. So this one's seven hours. I, yeah. yeah, I can see where you can, you, you can get grist for the mill, but I'm not interested. Pass. Okay. What if you are in it? What if there's some B-roll of you guys in the bleachers? I might be in it. You might be in it. By the way. If I told you you were in it, would you watch? No. Wow. I would uh, trust that somebody would record the part and put it on and Box Seat And put it on, on the Box Seat Suck Facebook page. Fair. Fair enough. Speaking of, and by the way, I was right, by the way, about my Wi-Fi password. Oh, maybe the... I asked, and I was correct. Maybe I didn't capitalize didn't a letter capitalize or something. The, the T. first letter. Yeah, okay. the T. Okay. Oops. Well, we can yeah. edit that out. Have, <laughs> have fun trying to go from there, folks. Uh, Fuck you, Frost. I got it. Here's a funny thing. Nice um, breeze. So, in return for Walkman John ruining my night by asking me about the Jeter documentary, I sent him this, and I want to ask your opinion. Go ahead. I'm all ears and eyes. I'm watching. All right. This is a baseball play that happened in 1982 in the College World Series. Okay. What I want you to tell me is if this is smart baseball or if this is dirty pool. All right. Um, Tom, here, let me... Tom is handing me his phone. No, I'm reading it. I'm not handing you anything. Oh, I thought you were showing me a video. No, it's not a video. Okay, go ahead. The most famous base running escapade. By the way, do you know when I was a kid, the porno channel was called Escapade. And if you had your cable box and you pushed three and seven at the same time, you would get it like all like weird. Got cable and it vision. was called Escapade. Escapade. I thought it was Spice TV, but that was later. That was okay. Old. I apologize. And I'm yes, eight. there was there was pornography back in those days, and it wasn't just on black and white postcards. <laughs> I'm uh, aging myself. Here. The most famous base running escapade in college World Series history, known as the Grand Illusion, occurred in a second round game. Okay, you ready? It's a trick play. Designed by the Miami coaching staff, relief pitcher Mike Kapsick made a series of token pickoff attempts at first base. He then faked... Oh, wait a minute. He then faked an errant throw to first, hoping to deceive the base runner, who was Phil Stevenson, the most prolific base steal in college history. As all of the Hurricane players acted as if the pickoff attempt went wild and eluded the first baseman, Stevenson took off for second and was easily tagged out when the pitcher removed the ball from his glove and tossed it to the shortstop. What do you think? Okay, first of all, that was in a movie too, wasn't it? That movie with the 
with the Minnesota Twins where the kid was the manager of the team, whatever the hell it was Do called. Do you think in 100 billion years I would ever have seen that movie? No, well, it, it, I'm just saying it There's happened in a movie. There's watching the movie they with did the it, chimp playing baseball. They did it on Ken Griffey Jr. in that movie. And when I watched that pass? movie, yeah, they, it, okay. it, exactly how you mentioned it, oh. that they he faked the throw to first. The, in the movie, they even got the grounds crew involved. The wow. grounds yeah, crew yeah. was pointing that the ball and went the into bullpen. And the, the first baseman running. And the first baseman running. So Ken Griffey Jr. jogs to second and he's tagged out. Yeah, listen, when I saw it in the movies, I thought it was brilliant. Why wouldn't I think it's brilliant now? Why? What do you have to say about that point? Well, Gangbang Steve had a very good take. <laughs> he, 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 he was very angry and he goes, where was the first base coach and all that? That's You know what? That, well, there. That is the exact kind of thing that a Gangbang Steve would say. Yeah. And he's got a great point. And you said this was the most prolific base stealer in college history. What was his name? Phil? Stevenson. How many stolen bases did he have? We'll have to get Walkman John on that. But that's a great point by Steve. I mean, what the hell is the job of a first base coach if he can't even protect his base, uh, the the base runner there? He was not there. That's terrible. uh, I can't believe I forgot the name of the movie. What do you think of the hidden ball trick, period? Um, I think at this point it's corny. It's a little avid. I think it, see that's not the hidden ball trick though. No. That's like a play where no, you get the loud. entire team involved. The hidden ball trick, which I know I've seen it a can handful you, of times, but by now it's corny. Can you imagine if that play didn't work? How stupid everybody would have looked. Like if the guy just stood there at first. Do you? <laughs> no, seriously. How stupid would they look like running around? Like, could you imagine a professional team trying? Like, could you imagine the Long Island Ducks? Uh, I could imagine that play? them doing anything. I mean, they have. They have kids running around in potato sacks. Like <laughs> yeah, but you enjoy going to those games, though, Oh, right? I love it. Yeah, I was just out. The Ducks. The Ducks yeah. are fun. He... But I was really mad about something. What's that? No. I bought a yearbook, and inside of it, there's a scorecard. And guess what? I was going to keep score. However, the scorecard is in the yearbook, so therefore it's glossy paper. Oh, you come can't on. write Not exactly with a pencil, yeah. or a pen either. Oh, Jesus. No, you can't write on glossy yearbook paper, imagine you. You need a scorecard. You need like a piece you of paper. You didn't like complain to them about that? I wrote a letter. You should. <laughs> yeah, I wrote, I, at I the very least. Who wait, who's the manager of the Ducks again? It's not um Alfonso's in Staten Island. Who's managing Wally the Ducks? Wally Backman. Wally Backman. Holy shit. Where's Wally Backman living? Out here in Long Island. Yeah, well, I mean, do you know where though? Why? I mean, you we were, should probably ask him to come on. You might want to be careful because if you remember last year, you had that yeah. they suspect him of drinking and driving, so you don't want to you don't want to be driving around. Maybe there. we'll go to him. <laughs> I want to have He's, Wally Backman on. I envision him as a Ron Konkuma guy, right? I could see him like renting a two bedroom in Ron Konkuma. They, they do this dumb thing where they're like, "How well do you know Long Island?" And they ask the Ducks questions, and they ask him. They'll show them the word Ron Konkuma and ask him to say it, and they don't know how to say it. That's incredible. He's a baseball lifer. He's probably never going to get a job in Major League Baseball, no. but he loves the game that much that he'll manage the Ducks. Gary huh? Carter managed it. God, God rest his soul. And um, Bud Harrelson, of course, is now a part owner. Yeah. Oh, is he really? Yeah. Oh, we got, you know, I've said this Bud before. Bud Harrelson's also, though, on the way out, unfortunately. He's been ill for a while. What is he? Th- th- I believe he has one of the, I think he has like an Alzheimer's, Alzheimer's type. Yeah. He does. You're right. That's a shame. That's why he, he's no longer really seen on the field. Yeah. No, a lot of former Mets, no former Yankees involved with the Ducks that you know Not of? Not really. You, remember, you know, it was a funny one who was pitching there uh, a couple of years ago. It was Dontrell Willis. I do remember that. Yeah. yeah. That was fun. And I met him. Yeah, these guys try to get one more shot. Whatever. Yeah. What are you going to do? And they have fun. Yeah. Uh, what else? I wanted to ask you about. Great job by Steve, though. Point. I would fi- My yeah, answer, I would fire the first base coach. There Steve, you go. Yeah, Steve was upset. Yeah. Um, I was watching um, Sunday Night Baseball the other night, and I don't do that intentionally. I don't watch it because I'll get into that. And no, I will not watch the, the K-Cast either. 
Don't even get uh, started with Tom, that. I don't know who does watch although, it. Although I did turn it off for 30 seconds, and I was amused by Billy Crystal's impersonation of Mickey Mantle. It's a great one. I've but heard it But then I before. turned it off. Yeah. Um, it's terrible, dude. It's such a bad... Yeah, I know it is. I, what are they doing? But I don't want to be an old, cranky baseball fan. But... So I'll ask you. But... What do you think about players mic'd up during the game? So who was it the other day? It was uh, Verdugo in left field for the yeah. Red Sox? Yeah. It's awful. Listen, I, you, you also, I, I'll remind you, you're talking to somebody who for however many years it was worked in television. So I know how these, they're basically trying to figure out how can we get more eyeballs? What can we do? What can we do? And they know for the most part the Tom Browns or the Gangbang Steves or the Walkman Johns, they're going to watch. They know that. So how do we get the, you know, Generation no, X or that? You know, how do we, we get the you're, you're, housewife you're, Jane? You know, you're kind of wrong. How so? Why. I watched that night. Next week, do you think I'm watching? No. I'm using you as the baseball lifer, though. That's the no, example well, I'm no, using. Well, no, a lot of people you know? like me, though, aren't yeah. watching yeah. that. So and I thought that I was being cranky, and then I, I looked at a random post where someone said, Verdigo in the outfield, uh, yeah. and I read there were 700 comments and 550 of the one like, this is bullshit. He, so here's my answer, though. As, as Again, as someone who's worked in the... It's the it's about the context, right? Because if you're just putting a mic on someone to put a mic on someone, oh, you know, hey, I love playing for this team. I love this team. And I'll, like, who gives a shit? If it's me, like, put a mic on Joey Gallo and let me hear him talk shit about Cashman for the trade rumors, or let me hear him say what that he doesn't like. You know, the bleacher creatures doing roll call. Like, give me some, give me something controversial. Exactly. Give me something controversial. Like, what do you think of the fans booing you? Fuck them. Like, if it's just boring context, it doesn't matter who you put a mic on. So that's my point. Yeah, and it's not that the point. It's just distracting. I don't like it. I don't like the idea of a left fielder sitting out there chit chatting during the middle of the game, (laughs) and then people like, well, Billy Martin never allowed it. So of course he would have to. It's not. It's not the manager. Oh, I'd choices. love a mic on Billy Martin in yeah. the dugout. You know what I do love, though? What do you think about when they start running and they're mic'd up and you hear the... <laughs> yeah. Or, or, like or, or in that case, the jewelry. Yeah. <laughs> you know, for Dugo with the fucking chains. Yeah, yeah. I mean... Yeah. No, listen. I, again, I know I sound like an old man yelling at clouds, but... No. Tom, that's one of like 99 different things they've been trying to do the last few years to quote unquote, quote unquote, make the telecast more enjoyable, get more fans involved, blah, blah, blah. What do you, I don't know. But uh, but I do agree they need to market baseball. And like if you turn on, if I turn on MLB Network at 430 on those talking head shows, they got the players acting like themselves, hanging out. If I want to watch the players get interviewed, I'll watch those shows. Well, I like those shows. Yeah, yeah. I have no problem with that. That, I, I, I'm talking about during the game is where my problem is. Do you ha- are, on your notepad there, do you have anything about the pitch clock in the minor leagues or no? No, but we're, I'm always willing to talk about okay. the pitch clock. Okay, I'll make it very quick because they're talking about how to make the game more. I read, no, I shouldn't say that. I heard that the pitch clock that they're experimenting with right now in the minor leagues is shaving 30 minutes off of games. There's what no do doubt. You, what do you think about that? Well, there's no doubt. There should but be a is that, so you're for that? Because that's, that's next year, right? Oh, absolutely. That's next year. I remember the first time I saw a number, though, I thought it was a little short. But, yeah, enough with the, the pitchers need to stop roaming around yeah. or standing there. Um, no, absolutely. So pitch- and, and, and I never complain about long games because I used to get mad when Michael K would go, and the game was an intolerable four hours. You don't like it, Michael? Get the fuck out. <laughs> Take a hike, bro. Seriously. I, I don't wanna, need to hear the announcer of the team complaining about how long the game is. I want to clip that 30 minutes yeah. in. I got to clip. Okay, so you're for the pitch clock, so am I. They're banning the shift next year. I'm, I'm for that, too. How do you feel about I, that? I, I'm also for that, but then I hear dissenting opinions, and sometimes people don't realize the shift's always been around. 
Yeah. They were pulling the shift on Ted Williams. I think what, what gets people now is that sight of four people on standing on the second base side where you didn't see it often. They've and, just, I, and the number of shifts. Yeah, they've made they they've increased the number the volume has increased. So we're 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 for that. Yeah, I, I I imagine I know how you're gonna feel about this next question and I, I actually am adamantly, don't even get me started. No, no. Oh. The robot umpires that you're hearing Horrible. more and more. Hey, Tom, you, it would dish to me yeah. the human Okay, I'm sorry. These guys get what, ninety four, ninety five percent of the calls right. They do. For five percent, you're gonna fucking take the human element out of the game. I think that's terrible. And not dude. only that, every umpire That to me would be the end. It every really umpire would umpire has a reputation on how they call. Yeah. It's almost part of the game that you know this umpire calls a high one. Or even if it takes three innings, the pitchers figure it out. They're like always oh, calling all the, the inside. Do you know what it hit me, though, yesterday even more? I was watching a random game yesterday. I don't remember what game it was. Um, and there was a play at third, and the guy was called out, and he was out. But then they reviewed it. And I'm sitting there going, wait a minute. If we can just basically review almost every fucking play, why is the umpire there? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like what? Why is? What does the umpire do then? Yeah. He he makes an initial call, but if he gets like the, the part of I'm sorry to say this part of baseball is umpires getting the call. I've al- I've always been about that. You know what always I think? And part that. of it that hurt this whole thing, I think, is that stupid perfect game that was blown so badly. Galera- where people yeah, said if there was instant replay, then yeah, there'd yeah, be yeah. a perfect game. I don't know how much that has to do with all this, but if you're just going to review a call. Why is the umpire making the call? See, I, I, we're never going to get to the point of review. I shouldn't, you know what? What I, does that third base umpire do then for the whole game? I shouldn't say never about reviewing balls and strikes because you just never know. I was about to say we'll never review balls and strikes, but you never know. But even with the reviewing, you know, now they're announcing the calls. They're trying to get that NFL element in. They're trying to speed them up. You know, if you get it wrong, you lose your t- whatever. But uh, dude, you do roll that one review with with just knock out all the time you just saved in one inning of the pitch clock. Yeah, but the, the robot umpires oh, oh, calling man. balls and strikes, I don't think people that even entertain the idea realize what that would do to the game. It would it. make it, you know, I hear all these, I can't watch anymore, I can't watch. I still, if that was the case, I don't know how I could watch. I I've really seen, don't. I, but I, you know I've seen the robot umpires in action. They used them in the Atlantic League. I know, I haven't yeah. seen them, but I know and, they've used uh, them. I can't tell you for sure that I've seen blown calls. I'm yeah. not that eagle-eyed or whatever. I have seen players like kind of roll their eyes. But you have the umpire there, and you know why the umpire is there. In case something goes wrong and it doesn't say something. Incredible. Apparently, the umpire can overrule something if like there's a glitch, but they don't. So basically, the home plate umpire is just wasting it's time. It's useless. It's just a body. And like yesterday, the third... I'm sorry, if you're going to review a play at third, a close play at third, why have a third base umpire? Why don't you just have the umpire at home plate umpire the base pass because you're going to review everything anyway yeah. all they're doing is making an obvious call it's another example of technology eliminating human beings in, in the workforce which we started seeing in supermarkets and now it's taken its toll on major league baseball no, i'm very angry anyway yeah i could i see I, that you know tomorrow i'm going to start doing something about this <laughs> who are the letters being written to can you share the letter? When you write the letter, can you share the letter? Maybe, my but God, I don't want right. other people writing, using my letters to send to stuff. Fair enough. It's almost like copyright material <laughs> stuff. What else I you put got? A lot, I, put a lot of, I put a lot of work into what I do. Blood, did. sweat, and tears. A lot of sweat, especially tonight. All right, I'm going to save this one. I got one, but I'm going to save it for last. Okay. I do want to talk about, I don't think we've talked about brawls. Uh, we've talked about brawls before. Is there a specific one that you're thinking of? Listen, again, I don't want to be a fuddy-duddy. Go ahead. 
everybody loves a good baseball brawl from back in the day. We always do. But whenever I see them, I sit there and I'm like, why in the flying fuck are guys allowed to come running out of the bullpen to come join a brawl? Oh, wait why a are people allowed? Why? In what world do you allow all these people to run in to do really do nothing for the most part? Well, not at not ninety eight Yankees Orioles. The bullpen I was is, there. The, the, the bullpen. Yeah, the bullpen is basically the reason that brawl was what it was. How now? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. How can you, as a wrestling fan, what about when they run out of the locker room? Are I you like, against that? Hey, I didn't say I don't like them. I'm trying to be fair here. Okay. I'm looking at this like being an impartial judge. I sit there and I watch these, and then they'll show the players running out of the bullpen, and I'm like, to what end? Why? Why isn't there not a rule that just says? Stay in the bullpen. Well, you know what? I think as teammates, you want to be there, whether you're in the locker room, the dugout, or the bullpen. Uh, do I see the point that you're making or the point that you're trying to make? I guess. But I'll counter that with this, and it makes me think back to that 98 brawl. How about the fact that in that entire stadium, anybody within the seats can fight, and security will be there within seconds to break it up? But on the field when they're fighting, security and a police presence can be feet within feet of the actual yeah. punches flying, and they don't do a thing. They yeah. just let them go. What's the difference? Yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, other than player and, and, and fan, really, at the end of the day, what's the difference? You talk about doing your job. Do your goddamn job and get in the middle of it. Usually, and you know, a lot of times nobody gets hurt because they just stand there and hug and look stupid. <laughs> the Yankees used to be notorious uh, two two Yankee things that get me made. Who was the, there, there was one Yankee that was always known for like hugging someone from the other team and laughing and joking during the fights. Then one thing I'm still mad about. I forgot who it was. Yeah. So I'm not. I shouldn't even said it because other people could go. Oh, I don't think that happened. But it no, did. there so there was. Yeah, it. there was. By the way, everybody does that now. Every fight you have players by the from way, opposite teams hugging. If you remember the famous picture of Zimmer getting his fucking thrown down by Pedro, right? Yeah. What do you see in the background? A couple of Yankees running out of the bullpen. Who went after Pedro? Basically nobody. Um, I think you're right. No, of course yeah, I'm right. Nobody. Not only that, they were right on the scene. And that goes to my point. People are running out of the bullpen just so they look funny on TV. But that was another one that Jeff Nelson, and Jeff Nelson was with, with uh, what's his name, um, the Aust- with uh, the Australian in 98. Wasn't it also Jeff Graham Nelson? Lloyd. With Graham Lloyd. It was Graham Lloyd and Nelson. And then it was Nelson again in 03. He was fighting with the security at Fenway. Yeah. But listen, you're on, I, I don't know, Tom. My counter is I like guys coming out of the bullpen, and I like guys coming out of the That's locker funny. room during wrestling brawls. So let's just let's just agree to you know agree that it's. If funny. I was the commissioner of baseball, you would. You're not allowed to leave okay. the bullpen. All right. Well. Period. I don't know about that. Um. I guess. I guess we could take a break. Then when we come back, because I don't have much else, I wanted to read um, uh, a blog I wrote regarding an old game because those are always kind of funny. And I also have um, a couple more entries out of the original uh, midget uh, log. <laughs> and uh, one topic that I did want to get into because um, it's something that gets me mad. Well, you know what? I want to give you uh, as much time as you want for that. So why don't we, because I got a guy on hold who wants to come on and complain about something. Why don't we take a break? I'll let him come on real I quick. I have a bad feeling about this. Well, ho- I hope that he goes somewhere with a good connection. Hopefully. Doesn't try to take this from his goddamn roof or anything. Hopefully, we don't have any technical difficulties. We'll get him off, and then we'll uh, and then we'll dedicate the Our third segment to be you. Happy about this guest. Uh, you know what? You'll have to stick around and see. That's called a tease, folks. We'll be right back. Okay. Good luck. 
This is Captain from the Spinning Wheel Free Delaware Mansion, and you're listening to Tom and Tone on the Box Seat Sucks podcast. Oh, hey, sorry. That was just me lighting my favorite premium cigar from Global Smoke Shop at 600 Jericho Turnpike in Syosset, New York. It's the best place for me to buy my premium cigars from Camacho, Perdomo, Arturo Fuente, Rocky Patel, and of course, Punch. Don't forget to check out those torches, humidors, humidor supplies, lighters, and of course, those ashtrays. Also, don't forget about everybody's favorite cigar, but they're afraid to admit it, Backwoods. Open seven days a week. Their knowledgeable staff is going to walk new enthusiasts as well as those experienced smokers through that premium selection to find the perfect smoke for you. Come say hi to that wooden Indian wearing a face mask. Get your ash over to Global Smoke Shop. We have a cigar lounge, 600 Jericho Turnpike in Syosset, New York. And don't forget to get your beers next door. Hello? All right. And... You know, it's a beautiful, beautiful, as I said earlier, late July on the balcony in Westbury. It's hot. And it's also Friday night, Tom. We're recording this on Friday night. Year 2020. And you know what Friday night means, Tom, don't you? No. It means you can only watch the Yankees on Prime. Oh, yeah. <laughs> joined. We- for the this next for the purposes of this next segment, let's just call Friday night Yankee night for streams only. And we are joined by a, a loyal listener, a, a bleacher legend as far who lets his he's Friday. He's really mad. A few questions, but let me introduce the legend, Section 37 Zone Flair. Your cue. That, that's your cue for woo, if you can hear me. Woo! <laughs> what? Tom, ta- Tom, all this. Tom, take it away. Go ahead. I, I first of all, I'm honored to be on on a podcast. You know, I've been I've been um, trying to get at least Statman on board, but I'm a start. So hopefully you can, uh, I can springboard a, a quick plug. Statman on board one day, that would be the ultimate ratings grabber, I'm telling you right now. But for now, I'll have to keep going. Says, Statman on Hello? Flair, are you back? I'm back. What happened? We may have just had a bad connection. Are you, are you in a spot with particularly good Wi-Fi or no? Yeah, I just moved. I was on my roof, but I moved downstairs, so I'm okay now. That that might have been it. So you know what? I can edit. So you, why don't you just pick it up from, you know, you being introduced, thanking us for being on. You're telling us how to be off. we already know that. So anyway, we can, we can proceed with the questions. I know you had some uh, <laughs> some sharp questions for me here. <laughs> yeah, the first question, very important question. Uh, I, I'm looking here at my Facebook. Let's okay. try this. Let's try this a fifth time. Fifth time. I'm gonna pick up. So you you can tell us definitively you have not streamed one game so far. That's correct. 
That's correct. Are you planning on streaming any games in the second half? Absolutely not. Okay. Here's my last question from you, and then for you, and then I'll let Tom wrap it up. Let's go back in time. If in 1982 Crockett <laughs> Crockett came on NWA television and said that next week, live from uh, where would it be, Tom? Some, live from Charlotte, North Carolina. Dusty Rhodes was going to take on Ric Flair in a steel cage for the NWA title, streaming live on Amazon Prime. Would you stream? <laughs> The, bo- the bottom that? the bottom line is woo <laughs> I'd have to think about it. Yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. Go ahead, Tom. You know, um one of my favorite things about Flair, aside from not seeing him in a long time. <laughs> Wait, what was the last time you what was the last time you were at a game? Uh like a couple of months ago. Well, well no, we were at the game. You were we were at the bodega a month ago. Yeah. There's the Cubs. You were at the bodega, but were you actually inside the stadium? Doesn't count. No. Uh-huh. I, I yeah. can answer that. No, no. Well, That's no, what I, I figured. I've already said I have no interest in going to the game. But um what was I gonna say? Oh, so you know, we talk about gimmicks on Facebook and stuff. He's got a pretty decent one. No, he's got he's got one of the all time greats, Tom. Flair's Flair's gimmick in thirty seven back in the day. Remember, especially when thirty nine hated thirty seven. Totally on a different wavelength. I'm what happened? There was there was definitely this... a big time rivalry there. Oh yeah. I'm talking about his Wednesday ham and egg sandwiches <laughs> on Facebook. <laughs> that's a, oh, that's a Facebook gimmick. Yeah, I enjoy that gimmick as well. The ham and you, egg. You know, you know how that started. The ham and egg. Th- there's a story behind it. I'll, I'll make it brief if you're interested. In addition to the fact that it's built up a loyal following, I I kind of did it to poke some at fun at somebody that was constantly poke, uh, posting everything they did on Facebook, from sneezing to what they had for breakfast to you know what time they were you know taking a walk in the park, and I was just like, this is insane. This is over was the that, top. Was, was so that I, me? No, it wasn't you. Yeah. But ironically, the person I was poking fun at w- was saying about the ham and egg postings. Oh, that's so amazing. That's so great what you do. And I'm like, no, you don't get it. I'm, I'm making fun of you. <laughs> so that kind of blew up in my face. But you know what? I figured I'd continue doing it anyway. What the hell? You know, if Wednesday goes by without that, people do get a little bit aggravated. The one thing that aggravates me the most about it, though, he does a bad job plating his sandwiches. But I guess that's... You know, you know I, 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 I have to disagree with you on that. Number one, I feel that the, the presentation isn't as important as the actual ham and egg result. And, and and quite frankly, I've gone to restaurants where, oh, what a great looking presentation. The food sucked. So, you know, pick your poison here. One other thing that bothers me about it is papers in the pictures, and they don't seem to be the New York Post. It seems to be the Daily News. Care to explain? There we go. Care to explain? There we go. All right. Listen, let's just call it a wrap. I think he hung up. He might have, that may have been the question that did it. Uh, Flair, we'll work on the technical difficulties next time, and Tom will come back and uh, we'll, we'll. This is the king of the bodega, the king of the lot, and the champ. You are listening to the Box Seat Suck podcast. Enjoy. All right, uh, Tom, we're back. Tom, what the hell do you make of, of Flair's connection on his phone? I mean, what, what was going on? And I can tell you, folks, right now, and, and you know me, the history of this podcast, if we have technical difficulties, Tom, I raise my hand, I admit it, I apologize, and I try to get better. That was not us. 
What happened just now was not us. No, it wasn't us. I mean, what, what, well, what do you gonna, make of it? I'm wondering if we've been doing it the right way. You want you want him to be the second segment, and we throw him in the back with all that garbage. You're gonna have to put a you put a timestamp on when we when we start recording again, in case you get people so pissed off. Listen, first he's recording on his roof. I said if he's gonna do that, he might as well jump off the roof. You don't do that. Look. A spot on this podcast is, 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 is you don't get that every day. I mean, I'll, listen, Be I'll prepared. I'll say this to Flair, and I say we just yeah we keep it second segment. It's only like three four minutes anyway. Be prepared. I'll say this to Flair. I didn't. He's probably the only one because I I guess I've gotten just used to it, but he's probably the only call in guest we've had. Like I think of the Larrys, the Quicks, the who else have we had? My buddy Mike with his book, Paul Olden. I think of all these different people, and I. I guess I told them, make sure you're in a spot with good connection. But shouldn't that just be implied? Like, do yeah. I have to say that? Like, you should we're, know. Look, so we're professional athletes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't waste our time. Don't waste our time. <laughs> Flair, we'll I have you like, back. Yeah, I do want to have him back. I do want to. I, I do want to get to touch on everything. I do want to thank Flair for being a loyal listener, and I do want to thank him for answering my question that he would think about streaming Flair versus Dusty Rhodes in the cage. Uh, from Atlanta in 83, so I appreciate that. But, Tom, uh, you have a few things to yeah, get to here, folks, do you not? Um, be prepared because you never know when your turn's coming. That's true. Because, uh, and make sure you're in a good spot. That came up almost on a whim, and uh, I decided to bring him on, and uh, I guess fool me once, shame on me, but fool me twice, shame on you. Make sure you have good connections, Make sure folks. you have a good connection. We'll, we'll, we'll play with it. We'll have some fun. The sun is going down a bit. It's still hot. The water is not quite boiling at this point uh, coming at you. Uh, but we're getting there. Wow, Tom, is that a new cover for your tablet? Is that no, new? That cover, or you've always had I've that? I've had that cover. It's All actually right. an old-timey map. Yeah, I see that. Mm. Why am I just noticing that now? I usually don't work off the Kindle. I usually fly off the phone. Well, now Tom's got the Kindle out. He's uh, navigating through it, and uh, we're going to see what we have here. I know you got some yeah, surprises you know, for the folks I'll at home. I'll tell you, though, my Kindle's kind of slow now because I got it loaded up with so much garbage. Could be the heat, too. Could be the pornography. It could be the porn. Oh, so you still you download, huh? You don't just stream the porn? Oh, you, well, you don't stream. The, that's what the Kindle's for. I <laughs> know. Oh, um, let's see here. No, let's go real quick just to break things up. I'll go to the uh, the original midget sighting log. Because it's topical, and I'll get in the reason why in a second. January 19, 2004. Lindsay and Chris were driving in Brooklyn. They spotted a Hasidic Jew midget <laughs> in the full black gear. His hat was blown off by the wind. He had to chase it down, pick it up, and put it back on his head. Chris was, quote-unquote, laughing for blocks. That was the midget sighting. January 21, 2004, 4.30 in the afternoon, E-train into Manhattan. A crippled, patriotic Puerto Rican midget <laughs> spotted with an American flag and a Puerto Rican flag flying proudly from his wheelchair <laughs> flagpole, reported by Metsuck Balls. Uh, two more. January 28, 2004, a Caucasian male, late 30s, early 40s, salt and pepper gray hair, a burnt orange colored, almost brown sport coat, wearing a tie, could not determine the color, dark trousers, approximately four feet tall, Resembled the spina bifida guy in Shallow Hal. His location entering the refreshment area of the first tier at Carnegie Hall. That was reported by Jackass. <laughs> January 29, 2004. A three-foot at best female midget getting blood drawn by our very own Fat Rack, who is on emergency room rotation. And finally, February 3rd, 2004. 8.19 p.m. 
Continental Airlines Arena, Justin spots a midget called in to Met Suck Balls. No further details offered. <laughs> how, how about Fat Rack? I don't think of all the midget sightings. Fat, so Fat Rack was drawing blood from a midget and while drawing blood said, I can't wait to, to post yeah. this. or to, yeah. This went on. Don't forget uh, this pages and pages of that. So we'll go back to that periodically. Um, I do have a controversial topic that I'm going to bring up at the end of this podcast. But before we get there, I'm going to lighten the mood. And we're going to go back in time, folks. Let's do it. We're going to go back, to, go back to a game. Um, we're not playing Mystery Scorecard this time like we did last time. This time I actually am pulling out a game that I uh, took the time uh, to blog. And I, I was looking at it and I said, you know what? There's a lot of yucks here. I think this is worth it. So let's go back in time. How do you like that idea, Tom? Let's do it. Can you, can you do that music thing that you did? Is that the same one that you did? It's close. I could add something. I actually first wrote this blog in 2010. The game in question is September 22nd of 1995. Wow, you just gave me an idea. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. We're going to... Hold on, hold on, hold on. You gave me a great idea. Sorry, yeah, like I said, you gave me an idea. You That's are good at that. Said. That's what she said. But anyway, go ahead, pick it up with the date, and read us and take us back into 1995. Oh, uh, you know how on the um, before we get started, you know on the scorecards we would write down big quotes of the game, something to remember it by. It would be a subject line. You could kind of tell me who would say this. This is a Ramley section written down. This is a ram. Yeah, who who would say that? <laughs> Lumpy Sam. Yeah, or, or someone Asian. <laughs> it, I, it, might, it may or may not have been. And uh, speaking of sit down, someone else said, "Sit down, you big booty bitch." We'll get to that. <laughs> All right, dude. It was a Friday night at the stadium with the wild card there for the taking. So let's get on with it. I must make immediate note of one of the funnier little ditties we came up with out there. A nod to nondescript Yankee reliever Rob McDonald. Sung to the tune of, what else? Old McDonald had a farm. Here goes. Rob McDonald has no arm. <laughs> E-I-E-I-O with an oh fuck here and no shit there. You know, or you could say Rob McDonald gave up a bomb. E I E I O. Do you remember offhand how many people knew the words to sing that song? Like how many you had in in unison singing? Uh, you know, we could get a couple of dozen people doing yeah, it. Yeah. As you can see, though, I just kind of almost forgot the words of uh, of Old McDonald Has a Farm. But then again, <laughs> I haven't really sang it in like forty five years. <laughs> not not counting the Rob McDonald uh, song. But you know that that you know it might not be like laugh out loud funny per se, but it's witty. Yeah. You know, you got guys sitting there oh, of course, on a yeah. Friday night. We could be doing many other different things. People could be you know out with the chicks. They could be out doing drugs. They could be out passed out on a sidewalk. But they're coming up with songs. But by the way, to reiterate what you said, not just any Friday night in September either. That entire month of September, they were chasing that spot. That was a right. big deal. And so yet we those were, were insulting one of their pictures <laughs> with songs. <laughs> Probably some of the bigger regular season Yankee games at that point that you'd ever seen live in your life, right? If you think yeah, about it. Yeah, 1995, you're right. Yeah. This is when it started. Yeah, if yeah, I, yeah. If we knew what was coming, man, yeah. you're right. Yeah. Um, Go ahead. Before the game, Orlando Cepeda, Twins legend, was on the field getting some sort of an award or gushing over some cause, but he never seemed to leave. Mm. 
What, did he take up residence on the field? Someone snarled. A fan was out there with one of those party bags of potato chips, selling the chips for $1.75 a bag. He sold his chips, but took a lot of grief while doing it. Some tart then marched out on the field and butchered the national anthem, oh, God. causing us to wait for the announcement as someone said, another moment of silence, please, to mourn the passing of our national anthem. <laughs> How times have changed. Someone ticked off the names of the Yankee starting pitchers, Cone, McDowell, Pettit, Key, Hitchcock, and bitched that they were making $20 million. Between the five of them? Yeah, yeah. those days wow. would have only paid for one of them these days. Wow, not even. Few people were actually pissed off at Key for whatever reason. Someone actually was clamoring for him to be released. That wouldn't have worked out well the following year. The law was out in full force. First two kids who had to be around 16 or 17 were busted for drinking beer right in front of the security guards. <laughs> There's something to be said for act like you belong there or you should be doing it. You might get away with it, but Jesus Christ, these kids didn't look old enough to be in an R-rated movie. You don't want to drink beer. Someone by us named withheld or never actually identified, was busted smoking pot, which caused Sandy, the Latina, to go berserk. So it's probably one of the van full of people she brought along with her. In the bleachers? Yeah. Okay. Another in her group, her young daughter Christina, stole my teddy bear. Remember my teddy bear? Bear ass. She stole bear ass and held him hostage for the game. By the way, every time I bought bear ass, the Yankees would win. Good luck, Sean. You never uh, met the guy Bird, right? This goofy guy, Bird. I don't think so, no. He was a lanky guy, and I guess he looked like a bird, and he was very annoying. I don't think so. Well, you gangly got something friend from him? Bird was there. He's making messes. He knocked over someone's beer. He was talking to the security guard on the rail, and everyone's yelling at him, sit the fuck down and fly away, Bird. Even Ali got into it with him. He turned around to us and said, Bird makes me sick. Oh, my. Yeah. Ali had no use for Bird. Speaking of Ali, in 1985, I hate to say this, but there was talk about what to do with the bell once Ali passed away. Which is uh, basically it's only seven months before. I was, can I yeah, Can I stop you there? Yeah. Was, so this is late September, and he's there, and he's angry, and he's yelling, but what's his health like? And bad enough where you guys no. noticed that he doesn't have much time left? No, we're young and bored. We're just so what, old. But why? <laughs> well, why... <laughs> Why are you thinking of him passing away then? Baseball games are four hours. Four hours long. We're drinking beer. It's like you said, he passed away a few months later. Seven months. crazy. Seven months. Yeah, jeez. I don't consider this part of the Tom Drinks because I'm seven months. Listen, you said it, not me. I don't think I started. You said it, not me. Yeah, I don't think I started the conversation. Um, No one knew. um, It was seven months from his passing. Well, no, I said no one would know it because he was a walking party in a ballroom that night. He was walking around having a grand old time. Tina even went so far that night, she jumped in the conversation. So you take it up with her. She said there should be a ceremony to pass the bell if that time ever came. No talk about Milton being the guy the bell got passed to? No. And I even add on this blog, which I wrote after the fact, I don't remember anything like a ceremony when Milton took it over. Okay. Milton discussed taking it over with us. I remember that. And it was a touching story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He also discussed... Come Gumby and Bert and Ernie, and we shook the ambulance. The EMT, Bert and Ernie. Yes, and we shook the ambulance when he was in the ambulance. Gumby. An Asian oh, fellow was bitching about us and our boisterous behavior to anyone who would listen, and he went to the rail to rat us out. 
For all I know, he could have been the one that got the marijuana smoker in trouble. People mocked him, of course, him being an easy target. He said, and we all said, this is a Ramley section written down. <laughs> one funny crack was directed to a busty Latina who was dancing on the seats between innings. Sit down, you big booty bitch, someone shouted, adding, you take it up the ass. Oh, my God. Wow. Adding, adding, you take... Yeah, they had to throw that in there. Oh, boy. Soon enough, though, people were clamoring for her to stand up more with her exotic dances that many of us had seemingly never been privy to. After Sean Green doubled in the night to make the Yankee lead tenuous, someone was able to see the bright side of things as the ball bounced around in the corner and said, well, at least we got to see her stand up again. <laughs> After the game ended, people were watching her gather her things, getting ready to go, mentioning how they felt like they had just had a free showing of a Latin porn. Hey now. As she passed old school elder George on the way down the steps, he sincerely told her, thanks for not charging us. <laughs> Lots of mentions of a security guard named Harold out there, especially on an like this when things seemed out of control to a point. I actually noted on here that at this point in 1985, he honestly did not know who Derek Cheater was, although he worked at the stadium. Well, what do you expect? We noted that he seemed to have an unhealthy obsession with Sandy's daughter, Christina, who was, I don't know, she was around them. I don't know, she wasn't that old. Debatable. Yeah, unhealthy as in, I am not even sure that she was in double figures. Wow, okay. Oh my God. We're watching a lovely Latina dance around this Harold feeding Christina potato chips and having a pretend conversation with my stuffed animal. <coughs> Good luck, John. Christina was very funny herself at one point marching up to Tina saying, you bleach your bimbo. So somebody and got Tina, her to say that. Oh, I was going to say, Tina yeah. let that fly. They're all friendly. Yeah, okay. Somebody, you know, I wouldn't say gang See, but somebody went up there and said, go to call Tina. Yeah, 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 yeah. We said tell kids to go do stuff and they do it. Yeah. Go get me a beer. I can't. We'll get your father to get me. <laughs> Some yoke was hanging around wearing a football jersey with number 85 on it. And he had to hear the old, what's 85? Last time you got laid? And then someone said, nah, that's what he paid for. <laughs> this was one of the very few occasions I was on hand for a homer that dropped in a two or three seat radius of where I happened to be. Oh, really? Yeah, it was off the bat of Ruben Sierra, a three-run bomb in the eighth that basically put it in the books for the Yankees. I remember watching it off the bat going, looks like it's coming. Coming right here. Holy shit, that's coming to me. Wow, we got to see if we can pull that up. Well, I did not get it. I was knocked down by the wave reaching for it. I still remember it for sure. You were knocked down by the the wave of people reaching for it, not the the wave that came, which, my God in heaven. Anyway, go ahead. Looking at the scorecard, I see we played with the names in the lineups again. Uh, Ed Sprague, we called Ocean Sprague. Uh-huh. Sean Green was Queen Green. Uh, John Olerud's name came up with nice helmet you got there. Um, funny moment on the real scoreboard was when Green batted for the first time. Roberto Alomar's face was on the, the scoreboard smiling at us. By the way, John Olerud's story. I've heard the story a couple times now. You know how he used to wear a helmet because he yes. had a head injury? Yes. He's playing with Ricky Henderson with the Mets in the 90s. Okay, okay. Do you know the story? No. Henderson goes up to him and goes, why are you wearing the helmet on the field? And Olerud goes, well, I had a cerebral hemorrhage or what have you back in the day. And, it, you know, to prevent anything, I like to wear the helmet. And Henderson goes, wow, you know, that's funny. I used to play with a guy in Toronto that wore a helmet <laughs> on the field. And yes, yes, it was the same. I do remember that yeah. story now that you say, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah Ricky's great. 
I used to have real chops back then. I screamed Mattingly's name a few times during the game. This was pre-roll call, but I got Mattingly to turn around and give a wave. Even as he was doing that, a ton of people were turning one another and shaking their heads, talking about Mattingly's last stand. Everyone knew it was the end. Yeah. By the way, fun fact, never gets talked about in the early days of the roll call. I did the roll call as much or as many times as anyone else because I was one of the louder people. Yeah, um, you were there. I was never going to become a roll call person, so because my days of being in there at roll call world ended. Yeah. Uh, Yankees ended up pulling out six to four. Jack McDowell started. Wow, he didn't give the fans the wink the finger, huh? Not in this one. That Rick, was pre-deadline. Yeah, Wickman Howe, Wetland finished up. Howe got the win. Uh, Sierra's three-run homer. You want to hear the Yankee lineup real fast? I, I would love to. I think I was at this game because I had the Friday night plan in 95. I'm going to look for the stub. Leading off, third base, Fox. Center field, Bernie Williams. Right field, Paul O'Neill, who I do not like in the booth. DH, oh, Ruben Sierra. And by the way, it's time for him to get back in the booth, stop recording <laughs> from home. If he can't do it from the booth, it's time to have you, him You sit. obviously know why he's uh, not in the booth. You yes. understand that. Yeah, yeah well. J- just for the same reason that the Kansas City Royals fielded like yeah. a minor league team last night come back later Toronto. on. Yeah. I mean, no, you know, God bless. No, he has every right to do it, but you know what? I, I don't like the remote thing. Yeah. I think they lose the stuff. Yankees got 47 announcers as You know is. what I really don't like? That's I don't like K looking to the left. No, that's what, well, that's part of it. As if O'Neill's to his left. Dude, yeah. we all know the I guy's know. working that's from home. What the fuck? I don't yeah. like it. Anyway, go ahead. DH Sierra, left field, Deion James, first base, Don Mattingly, catcher, Mike Stanley, shortstop, Randy Velarde, and second base, Jughead Kelly. Jughead Kelly. This uh, Jays lineup, Alomar, Molitor, Carter, Olerud, Spray, Green, Delgado in left field, Sandy Martinez, and Tomas Perez. That is a nice lineup. That is a nice lineup. And uh, basically, um, the game was played in three hours and three minutes. It was uh, 17,000 fans. On a Friday night in September. And that's pathetic, I said, considering he's fighting for a playoff spot. Your umpires were... Don Morris, Dan Morrison, Al Clark, Larry Burnett, and Greg Kosk. Thank you for reading. And one more time, the date, September, was it in the 20s? September September, September 22nd. September 22nd. So, yeah, the season oh, ended like oh, a, a little over a week later. What? Yeah, no, it was a Friday. Okay, yeah. no, I thought it might have been a Thursday, and I just had written the blog on a Friday, but no. No, it, it was... says a Friday night at the stadium. So, yeah, September 22nd, 1985, you may well have been there. I might have. Hold, hold that thought. Yeah. So September 95, and I think, yeah, they ended the season in Toronto, right? So that was Toronto and the Bronx, whatever games they had after. Then they went to Toronto, Jughead Kelly with the home run on Friday night. And then they won on Sunday, Donnie pounded the turf, and then the playoffs started, which we've gone over many times. So yeah. that's good stuff, dude. And I enjoy reading your 95 uh, ones in particular. I do a lot of 95s, unfortunately. I, I, I enjoy them, though. When you one, read them, the I enjoy one, them. The one mistake, I wouldn't call it a mistake, but when I decided to blog the games, I started in the beginning. So I have basically all of 93 most of 94 and then by then i got bored of it i i told you when i used to write these there were literally like 15 people reading them. yeah and i'm like why am i doing this for 15 yeah. people i gotta be honest so yeah, I but now but now now but we, you, but i have all these written and then by the time it came to 95 i was bored of it i should have started in 95 and did the, the meat of the order yeah but that's why we did the mystery one last time where you just basically <laughs> picked one out and we'll probably do that again absolutely um before I get to my controversial topic, uh, ironically, just earlier today, I saw someone posting. Uh, it was actually um, 
either Bleach Report, or no, it might have been John Boy Media. It was the old, what's wrong with Michael K? He's good. Uh, post, and that causes a lot of trouble because Michael K is not good. Go ahead, your, your take. All right, so John Boy Media, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about, but John Boy Media, you know now, is in bed with the Yes Network, and, yeah. and good for them. Well, God bless them. that's probably why we got this Michael Kay's a good report, good, God, good broadcast. God bless them, but at the same time, and for anybody that doesn't believe what I'm about to say, I've showed it to Tom, and I still have it. I could show it to you. John Boy told us two years ago he was coming on this podcast, and then all of a sudden he you know, he got too big for us. Sure. So screw him. Keith McPherson, who, who worked for John Boy and now is on The Fan, has been on this podcast, but... Uh, John Boy, listen, what that guy has done and what he's built, literally from a Twitter account, God bless him, it's oh, no, incredible. Absolutely. But they're in bed with yes, dude. Yeah. What's he going to say? Well, no, I, I agree. Dude, well, Mike, no, you know what? You say nothing. What, you don't have to do a Michael K. Post. You used to say this on the message board a lot, and then I never realized it until I got the package and could not only watch other teams broadcast, but even listen to their radio. Sterling I love, but it's more like I love my grandfather. Yeah, right? Sure. It's not a... Dude, K is shit. He's the worst. He is terrible. And my biggest gripe with him, and I know you feel the same way, is before the play can even breathe, he's thinking about how can I, you know, how can I put my trademark on this? How can I put my call on this? How can I make the game or the play about me and not the actual game itself? He even joked about it. I think it was. The, I think it was when I was watching the. Um, maybe it was the Sunday cast where he doesn't do necessarily play by play, but. I was listening to Billy Crystal's okay Mickey Mantle impersonation, and I believe there was a home run, but it was, oh yeah, it was Stanton. It was a line drive home run, and Kay even brought it up. He goes, oh, that went out so fast, I couldn't even use my track wall. But, you yeah, know, he yeah, was yeah. joking about it, but no, he, he, he just, he's too much. And I also don't like the Yankee booth because there's really no consistency to it. There's too many people. Um, you know, you don't know who it's going to be, you know. Uh, there's now six, seven different guys that could be in there. And it is, it just doesn't flow well. I don't I, like it. I'm I'm going to ask you something, and then I'm going to say something that might surprise you. But if K were to drop dead tonight and Ruko took over, would you be fine with Ruko? I would rather you had said something that if K got on a plane, <laughs> went to Hawaii to enjoy the rest of his life. If K were to retire to yeah. Hawaii, would you be fine with Ryan Ruko tomorrow taking over Yankee games? Or no. no. Okay, that's fine. Say no more. No. I don't mind Carlos Beltran. As crazy as that he's sounds, okay. I don't mind him. He's okay because I he think he's got have... a good he's got a good like baseball mind to him. You know, he may not translate it for lack of a better word well, that, well, that, well but you know, he's got a good baseball acumen. Look again, I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not xenophobic here, but he no he does, he does have a quote unquote voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like for you know what I'm trying to say, yeah, it's yeah. like, but that that's no fault of his own, and he's very astute. Um, I, there was someone I hated in the beginning. It took me about two games, and then I grew to really like him, and it's Cameron Maven. He's been okay. Yeah, he's been yeah, okay. I he was very uncomfortable. The reason yeah. you didn't like him is because he flat out wasn't good. He yeah. was uncomfortable, and he's gotten better. I don't think he had a lot of experience he's when gotten he flew better. there. Now, yeah. he also has been appearing as a talking head on MLB Network, and he's just as good as a studio guy. I've heard. So I do like him. Uh, Flaherty, I like. The funny thing about Flaherty is... They'll, people will call him boring, and they say he sucks, but you know why? It's because he's not Cone, and he's not O'Neal, and he's not part of the core four. He's as vanilla as it yeah, gets. Though. He is he's vanilla, as vanilla but, he, as but, it gets, but yeah. he's fine in the role yeah. when he, when it's called for. I just love how people automatically shred him just because he's not the other guys. Yeah. Cone's good, but he's a little annoying. The problem when you have Cone with Key, uh, with K, with Cone or O'Neal is he tries to feed them and get them to tell stories. Then again, it's kind of like what we do here. 
but it's a little much. They they pull shit out of their hats. They must really like Cohen a lot, though, because I know you said you don't watch many Sunday night ESPNs, but he's Mr. ESPN now, too. Yeah, sure. I love him at ESPN. No, yeah, Cohen's fine. Um, um, do you have a chance to listen on the radio lately at all? No, I, I believe it or not, one of the one of the, one of the last games I was into on the radio was the game where um, it was the Indians or the Twins. It was the Twins, the three homers. Yeah. Well, you know now that Sterling isn't doing a yeah, lot of the road yeah. games, so they'll bring in that guys to replace call, him. Yeah. yeah. Well, they'll bring in guys, and again, I said what I said. I love Sterling. It's like an emotional thing at this point. It's not that, but it's actually refreshing to hear oh, a professional well, no, radio I, I, guy do, you do know the games. I like? Have you heard Ricardo? Ricky Ricardo? He's I like probably him my number one. Yeah, me too. Yeah. He's got a little flavor to him. He actually lets Susan. He lets Susan chime in a little bit on the play-by-play, which is not the worst thing in the world. There was a rumor yeah. that they were going to give her a game or two in play-by-play, but she's obviously not the future for play-by-play, so they don't need to do that. Oh, I, the way you said it, I thought you were going to say there was a rumor that him and her having sex. That's the way it sounded. No. Did you know who the rumor that Susan Wallman was having sex with? There's a few, there's Shane a Spencer was the one I, I There's also that. Um, that Wade Boggs. Oh, okay. And there's also, um, what I the hell the is his Spencer name? the Shane Spencer one. Yeah, the Shane Spencer way Actually, dogs. somebody yelled that once. When she was on the field, someone yelled something like that to her, and she gave them a really, like, smirk, <laughs> and then she kind of waved a fist <laughs> at him. Yeah. But anyway, Ricardo, Chris Carino, who did the net games, was good. They, they had, had some Brandon guy Burt. from... They had Brendan Burt. Dude, he wasn't bad. Yeah, I know, he but you know what's funny? Somebody goes, well, you know, what do you want to do the double duty? Now I know Howie Rose does it. He does met games and on the games. I mean, no, uh, how he, he did, doesn't he do Islanders. Did, he, did. he did, he did. Yeah, that's what I was saying. He, he did it. It can be done. By the way, but who knows who wants to? What do? the fuck are the Islanders doing? They're not doing anything, dude. What is dude, going on? Who did the team that didn't make a move? Nothing, dude. I know. And after you fire dude, the coach, how, the way you fire, what the fuck the way, is going how, on? I don't know. How did Gujo go to all? Look, the blue I, was sitting, yeah. I remember I was sitting there all day, and it was between the Islanders and the Devils, and I really thought the Islanders were do it. The Devils were too small of a team. He'd be another small guy on a small team. The Islanders, you know, he would match up. You got guys like Barzell, you got Lee, you got Nelson, you got a new arena. You're out in the shadow of the. Dude, nothing makes up. They went from a team that I felt like could do no wrong Nobody to now they to can't come do right. Why? Nobody wants to come here. Why? I don't know. There might be rumors that we don't know about where, I don't know, maybe the culture is not as good as they try to present it Apparently as. it's not. Yeah, no, I mean, no, but I can't believe he didn't come here. I really, I was so, I was so convinced he was coming here. You know who was happy he didn't go to the Devils and even more happy he didn't go to the Islanders? Mook, he was thrilled. He he cursed out Captain and Knobloch like a drunken sailor. He was so happy. I, I just don't get it. I yeah. really look, dude. I really don't get it. By the way, tomorrow night uh, is futures game for baseball. You're excited, which for that. it's on Peacock. Which yeah. will that's you another str- thing. will you stream? We would no. we know Flair will not. No, be I watching. will because I'm going to be somewhere tomorrow, and I'll tell you where in a minute. But um, remind me to tell you uh, tell you all where I'm going to be. But um, it'll be replayed at 9 a.m. on MLB Network on Saturday. I mean, on Sunday, some might tape it, but Sunday night, one of my favorite nights of the year is the draft. You enjoy that. And I, I just enjoyed the hockey draft. Yeah. I like it in the same month. I buy my beer. I sit there. I have my little notebook. I write down my, my notes. And uh, and you will only check it. You will only check in once per unique beer. You won't be like that other asshole that we're going to track correct. down. Okay? Yeah, yeah. No, that's how you do it. Yeah. I mean, that's you know, the problem. And like, way. I believe I have one thousand nine hundred and forty-two unique check-ins. You do. And those are different beers. Those are all different beers. But I have three thousand check-ins. Yeah. Those three thousand check-ins are when I drink Schaefer for the eight. When you do the months. repeats, yeah. But yeah. you don't count those as unique no, check-ins, of course not, because you're a, you're a civilized human being. Do you Wait, know where I'm going to be tomorrow? I was just going to no, say, gonna, remind us. Where are you going to be tomorrow? Tomorrow night, I will be live 
Oh wow! Wait a minute. Should we get a Should we get an engineering crew down there? Where are you going to be? I'm okay. Wait, doing what? I'm going to be watching an event. That event is otherwise known as midget wrestling. <laughs> All right. Well, they don't. Wait a minute. Yeah. You just threw a bomb at me. Hold yeah, on. Yeah, hold, on. hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Is this going to be a full event. car? Yeah. Now we yeah. got to post this. It, I'm going to try to get this up tonight. Is this going to is this going to be a full card or is this one match? What it's what gonna is be, this? It's going to be a short show. Get it? A short show. No, literally, it's the Macro Wrestling Federation. It's going to be at least four matches. I believe there are two singles matches. There is one hardcore street fight. Oh my god! And one battle royal. How did you find out about this? I, if it involves a midget, you find I'm, out I'm, and wrestling. Yeah, and I'm going with brother-in-law. Will okay. Yeah. Okay. You know what? I really hate to put you on the spot. Yeah. I hate to say this because I know you don't. Tomorrow's t-shirt picture has to include a midget. I, you got to well, figure well, out a way well, to no. do it. You no, have but to. The do best it. part about well, I don't know what shirt I'm wearing yet. I'm probably going to wear an old school wrestling shirt. But yeah. here's the best part. This was a selling point. It had all the matches, and I was still on the fence. And then underneath it said, after the show, meet and mingle with <laughs> meet and mingle with the performers. They didn't call mid. There's not one thing that calls the midgets, but they, they made, you can see that they're midgets. So tomorrow's Matt T-shirt photo has the potential to be the greatest if one you guys have posted. There's a T-shirt posted. picture, but I do believe even if there's I, not, there will be midget pictures. I have a feeling you'll be delivering for us tomorrow. I'm looking oh, forward to and that. You know what's even better? What's that? The referee. That's like she's a midget too. There's a midget and like every like there's midgets like all over. This is incredible. I don't think I've ever been in a place with so many. Do me a favor, make sure you get the flyer for the next show after tomorrow because this sounds yeah. like a group trip for. A, yeah, for a they bunch even of us. have yeah. a uh, they have a website. It's yeah. not really updated <laughs> enough. How many people fit in Mulcahy's? Like, how big could this thing be tomorrow? People or midgets? <laughs> well, both for tomorrow's no, purposes. I both. did see a recent card they drew a thousand. Get a people. few. Oh wow! A th- I was gonna say a few yeah. hundred thousand. But here's people. the thing wow. with Mulcahy's, and others may speak better for it because believe it or not, I've never been there. Uh, the bar part of it was after my heyday, and I do know that they've renovated it and they've made it a nice, nicer sized concert hall. I I went once a while ago for a WFAN thing, and it's pretty. It's decent size. Easy yeah. parking. You'll love the parking. Well, no, I, I'm gonna love it even more because I'm being dropped off and picked up door to door. Yes. Wow. Because that's how you do things these of days. Of course. Yeah. Hashtag uh, yeah. door to door. Yeah. Which is why you couldn't go to Delaware. Which, by the way, yeah. maybe we'll get. Maybe we'll have to get Captain on one of these episodes to run down. Apparently, this Delaware trip, eh, sketchy from well, what I heard. because I wasn't there. From what I was told, order. a little sketchy, yeah, to keep order. I don't know yeah. if you would have kept order. Once we got down there, there was a good chance that you may have made me get back in the car and drive up. But we can, you know, we can discuss that with Captain. Yeah. And I'm and by, speaking of Captain, again, folks, I'm tired of answering these, will me and Tom be in the front row of AEW emails? Stop sending them to the show. We're getting annoyed. Yeah, and, and people have to fend for themselves and just know that if we're there, we will also be tailgating. Then yes. we're definitely not hard to find. That's correct. That's correct. And Flair, if you meet us, please make sure you come with a better connection than today. All right, oh. that's the last thing I'm going to say of it. If you meet us at the tailgate, yes. just make sure you have a better connection. Yeah, I'm very upset about that. I had some questions I didn't get to ask him. We should have him on again. I mean, he's we a loyal will, listener. But I, but we I'm, will. I'm very wary. He'll, he'll have to call in from an Apple store or something. And he, he can't he, call you know, from his roof. Yeah, you might have to call in from work or... Uh, Maybe his phone was on fire. 
I gotta ask him about because he was. Oh, that's probably what happened. He was at the damn pool all day, and the phone was, was probably not. heating up by the damn pool. Yeah, well, yeah. he told us that he was on his goddamn roof. <laughs> Meanwhile, you come here. We're all meticulous. We're preparing. Your we're prepared. Your this stuff is a perfect. This is a professional yeah, you're, outfit. You're keeping your stuff in the shoe. Yeah, I'm, I'm sitting on the freaking iPad practically, you know, and, and he's wa- not that he's wasting our time. He gave us good content. We got really good. Like we, have you heard of wind chime? And I don't see one either. No, yeah, now see now it's it, it's about a quarter after seven. We got music. Hold they, on. Oh, who complained? Somebody complained. I got some testament there. Great song. No, they didn't. Oh, the sun 41. is perfect right now. The Yankee game is streaming, so we're not watching. But it's 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 a beautiful 40, time to be alive. Forty-one was party poop, and he goes, he goes, Tom, the Judas Priest sounded good, but I don't know if that's a good idea. You know what? We got to get him on here too. You know, we're 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 big, but we're not that big. We got to get him on here too. We do. We got to get forty-one. We got to get pops. Got to get brother-in-law. We we have a long list Knobloch. of things to do. We got to get Knobloch. We got to get your two thousandth episode. I got to get in. I got to talk to the Ticketmaster people about selling tickets to that. I got to get on the horn with them. You know, we got a lot of stuff going we on, got, folks. Uh, We're not going anywhere. I we hate have, to say we it. Have, we have uh, Dan Good, Susie's. Uh, That's husband right. Husband who just wrote the book, the Ken Kamenetti. Yeah, we book. should probably get him on. Soon We're having too. him on, and one of the yeah. delays. I said this to you is I do need to read the book first. I don't want to. Oh, I'm so uh, yeah. yeah. I don't want to have a guest on and not have no. We've book. we've had an author on before, and you you saved the interview basically yeah, you because you read the book read and the I book. didn't. So yeah, I'll let I'll but let you I take think your time. So, I've been so busy, and if you saw the books that I'm in the middle, no, and I want to give it I want to give it good time. Plus, you know what? In good in a good side, he's already making the rounds and he's already making the appearances. Yeah, good for so him. So we'll keep him in the news. Susie was not happy with the idea of him being on before her, but you know what, Susie? I mean, I, I don't know. We'll have you he on can at hand some point. Her, he too. can hand her the phone. <laughs> but you know, Susie, in, in in good respect, is we really haven't, and it's not. It wasn't a conscious decision, but she's probably going to be the first woman guest we have. We know we've tried to get Tina on, but. She doesn't answer my calls. I, I mean, she we still were talking doesn't. about that. Yeah, we tried. The voicemail. She's out now, though. She is out in public. I sh- anyway, you know what? We'll, no, we'll, I don't we'll think that had anything to do with it. You don't think so? You think it's more than COVID? We could have done it on the phone. We could have. I yeah, don't know. Maybe she just thinks we're small potatoes. She's bigger. She's big time. She's bigger than us. No, we need her on. We do. We, we need her on. We need her on. We need her on. We'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll figure it out. I say that in five months from now. We'll see. Yeah, we've been there before. I mean, we've been doing this for over two years now. I think one of the first things we're gonna have Tina on episode. Yeah, our first pilot. Episode our first one, pilot. Go back and check. Yeah, now we're two and a half, two and a half years in. Yeah. What episode is this? Twenty six. Holy Jesus. Twenty six. Wow. Holy Christ. God bless. Yeah, we do them uh, much more regular schedule now. That's why if you are asked to be doing a phone interview, be prepared because you're going on our time. We don't have a set time. It could be 8 at night, it could be midnight, it could be 6 at night, it could be 3 in the morning. Yeah, enough's enough, all right? And if we come to you, you better have gifts and you better have food. By the way, I didn't announce this podcast in advance. You know why? Why? I didn't need Jack Frost crashing it. But you want to hear something funny? I got a Jack Frost story. Go ahead. Is he around even? I haven't seen him He messages me about a week ago. Yeah. And he's, he's part of the volunteer fire EMS services, right? Yeah. God bless him. He messages me, and he's not in my town, but he goes, listen, he goes, if you smell smoke in your town, look for me. I said, why, you guys are covering my town? And he said, yes, because of some, one reason or another, his department was covering my town. And I laughed, because when the hell do you ever see a fire truck or a fire department? Because there ain't never any fires. Guess what? I wasn't home that day. There was a fire on the block. Yeah. You know what? He was on the block. He did it to me, too, dude. He sends me a picture overnight. I'm sleeping. I wake up 530 in the morning. I get a text from Frost. He gives me the address. It was a house in Syosset on fire. 
turn on News 12, it's the first story. So Frost broke the story to me before News 12 did. He's all over the place. He also broke the story of the Eisenhower Park fireworks that I watched from this deck two miles away. That was nice. So it you ended, had a good right? view of that, yeah. Yeah, well, it ended about 20 minutes later. It ended, like, boringly. I'm like, what? I was like, where's the finale? 20 minutes later, there's more fireworks. I'm like, why are there still fireworks in the park? I get a, I get a text from Frost. He's like, you hear what happened in the park? I'm like, no, I haven't. He goes, there's fires everywhere. So what happened was there was a shit show. Someone went with the fireworks. They lit some fires on, on the golf course. Nothing was destroyed, but it was just a big pain in the ass. The fire department's going to go in there to put it out because there's still unexploded ordinance. But Frost broke the news. You got, he knows. Yeah. You got to be careful with those fire. I just started getting into fireworks, by the way. If you don't know what you're doing, you can, especially if you're doing it by trees, you can set. But listen, speaking of fireworks, speaking of Frost, speaking of the fire department, what the hell's going on with all these sharks in Jones Beach now biting I people? I know the fact. What the hell is going on, Tom? Two, two reasons. One, nobody's fishing. Do you know why they're not fishing? Why is that? They can't afford to put gas in their fucking boat. So that's bringing more sharks to because the... Because there's the, more fish. Yeah. Interesting. But also, I saw an interesting That's thing. an interesting theory. Wow, I didn't think about well, that. Well, it's fact. Yeah. That's yeah. why it's interesting. Yeah. But here's a better one, or part of it. Conservation actually works because people are trying to protect the fish. So when you have less fishing because of nobody could afford gas to fish, and also because you're protecting fish, you have more fish. When you have more <laughs> fish, you get more sharks. When you get more sharks, you get more lifeguards bitten in the buttock. <laughs> So it works is what you're saying. Let me give you a point. This is I human sat, nature. I sat at the camper. My dad at his camper park at Cedar Beach this this week. Yeah. And he's been there a couple of times this, this summer. I used to sit there at the camper and watch a boat go by on that little channel every 20, 30 seconds. If I saw two boats wow. in four hours, wow. nobody's, nobody's on their boat. So I have a question now because I got a permit for this. Cedar Beach, what type of a permit does he need to park on the beach? Do you know? Is it a camper? Town of Babylon. Town of Babylon. Interesting. So for the camper, though, for the marina, you need to buy the spot for the, the marina. You buy it for the week. Yeah. So you spend, like, I don't know, I'm, I'm, I think it's two fifty. But he pulls right onto the sand in his camper. No, no. No, he doesn't? No, no. The, the marina's across the way. It's not sand. There's parking lots you park your campers on. Okay. Then okay. you can walk to the pier, okay. or you can walk across to where the salt track is and the beaches. Okay. But to get in those parking lots, you have to have a sticker. I'm an Nassau County resident. Guess what that means? I can't get a sticker. That means I can park, but only after the free time. Guess what? I go there to park at Cedar Beach. I got to park a beach and a half away because everybody's there. You can't use his address or your brother-in-law's no. or something, or your brother's Plus, not When's right? the last time, to, even if I could, yeah, when's yeah, the last yeah, time yeah, I yeah. broke a rule? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't break <laughs> rules. Okay. Anybody who knows me. Okay, fair enough. Hmm. All right, interesting. Because I got one of those passes, but the pass that I would... The, that means you can come visit. Yeah, but... Wait, no, but see, here's the thing. I, wait, I, I have it in the car. You're not an asshole resident. I mean, you're not a That's resident. what I'm saying. I got to pass. You know what? I can't. I got. I got it through a fishing buddy of mine who basically told me you can pull up. But now he told me that the beaches that we got it for are all like being worked on or something. I, I don't know. I, I think you know there's what? some shenanigans. Although there I will be. tell you this, something's going on. I'll, I'll show you, you my pass. My sister-in-law did post a picture of Overlook Beach here on Long Island. And the beach is no longer really a beach because the water is going all the way up to where the playground is. Scary shit. So it's erosion or whatever. Yeah. So apparently that big stretch of beach is now a little stretch of beach. Jeez. All right, well, whatever. But, I'm going to you know, show you. With this body, I'm not really a beach guy. Why not? I'll be over at the camper on the other side sitting there smoking cigars, drinking beer, which I'm going to be doing all night tonight. On a, on a night like this, you very well should. You yeah. remember this song? 
Speaking of, I got a song for you. Go ahead, sing it. On a night like this, she gave my Jimmy a kiss, and it grew like this. Now I can't take a piss. You remember that? It was that, that song that pops on just go, on a night like this. And of course, we changed the words. But that's a good song because basically the guy gets a boner and he can't pee because he's got a boner. It's perfect. If you ever tried to pee with a boner, you know exactly But you know, it's so about. funny because, like I said, it goes back to the song that I, 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 I read there Old about McDonald's. Bob McDonald. Bob McDonald, yeah. We got some funny the folks. The witty shit, especially if you can get a few dozen people singing it together on a night like this. <laughs> oh, my lordy. <sighs> what else, Tom? I don't know. You know, know, this was fun. I, you we know, didn't we have got, anything tonight. No, really. wait a minute. So we didn't have anything, and we still filled almost two hours. Yeah, what I knew that, that was going to happen. And, what does that tell and, you? And, 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 you know, Flair was in for a good 25, 30 minutes, but he only got, like, four. <laughs> I don't even think. I'm going to chop that up later. But, again, Flair, we thank you for being a loyal listener. And all of you who are loyal listeners, you, got, you know, I got a few complaints, actually, in the last month from people that were going on road trips who said, well, they, nothing wrong they go to me, when's your next episode? What the hell's going on? You know, they, they, start from the beginning. They, they wait for us. Yeah, you could start from the, oh, well, how many hours would they have now with 26 episodes? I haven't checked, I forgot. They could probably listen, well, 26 we times an average of three hours. Yeah, they could probably listen for close to 80 hours, you think? Yeah, we We've had a few least, four hours. Well, well over a week. Oh, We've yeah. had a few four hours. Who's the longest episode again? It was either Milton or Vinny. I hope it wasn't Vinny, and I'll tell you why. Because on that episode, we were all gone through. We were hammered. So it was was good to see. We may, we may, we may owe Vinny another trip. We may owe Vinny another trip. Yeah, it was good. It was good to see Vinny, and he gave he gave us some shirts. He gave us you know some hugs. Uh, It was good to see a lot of those guys that night. It was good. You know what it is, dude. I've said it so many times. When we don't go as much, you you value and appreciate the times that you do go. Oh, absolutely. I I had a great night there, and I'm looking forward to it again. Yeah. Um. You know, whenever I could get out there. But again, I'm a door-to-door person. So, hey, any y'all in Long Island, you want to pick my ass up and you want to drive me home, I'll go. Well, you know, I'm 10 minutes but away. I, I don't mind. In. I was going to tell you. But if t- you go in, you you have to be going. Like, no, when no. are you going again? I'll tell you. I was about to tell you I'll take you for the playoffs, ALDS, game one. But you know what's going to happen. Yeah. After Labor Day. You heard it here first, folks. After Labor Day, you're going to get. <laughs> What the you're gonna get from the playoffs? No, you're, you're gonna get you're gonna get masks. You're gonna get oh, social yeah, yeah, distancing. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're gonna get a cop shooting an unarmed, you know what guy? Yeah. It's all coming, folks. It's after Labor Day, now. it's yeah. all coming. Sorry, so. sorry. Anyway, on that note, here's here's a on, beautiful plane on that flying happy, into you know, the you sky. You know, by the way, in three hours, I'll probably see nine planes at one time in the sky. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we didn't even comment. There's people. Those guys have been playing tennis the whole time we've done this. They have been, and good for them. They've been getting a nice workout in. Um, yeah. I, I, it, I mean, I only see two of them. Actually, wait. Are those the guys that you said were complaining about you guys on September 23rd, 1995? Is that the Asian guy? Oh, who's yeah. Com- they told us. To, we told them written down. <laughs> and by the way, can I say this? Because not everybody's listened to every podcast. Go ahead. I told this as my favorite heckle that I ever came up with in the bleachers ever. And you know which one it is. Yep, Jim Rice. Yeah, the Jim Rice one. An Asian guy in a Red Sox jersey, and I called him Jim Rice. Yeah. I, to this day, I think that that's the funniest thing I ever said. Oh. And I also think that that might be the thing that got, got me kicked off of um, Neil Keith's site. Because, oh, fuck him. No, I know, but I was writing for a site, and then all of a sudden I was gone, and the inside word was that F-A-N who linked to his site they didn't like fuck them too by the way back to the whole michael k thing because i actually spoke to uh we won't give his government name out but i spoke to capone about this yesterday as much as he does suck on yankee play-by-play i still would rather listen to him in the afternoons than the shit they have on oh no i agree with that i agree oh by the way one other thing about um 
about uh, Capone. He needs to answer this question. I asked him, and he hasn't given me an answer, and I know I'm right. You know that dumb Yankee, and we talked about this, dumb Yankee trivia question song on Yes. The one yeah. that goes, da, 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 yeah, it's really yeah, annoying. Yeah. If you remember last year and the year before, they used to fucking make fun of it and go, oh, this stupid song again, and oh, it's this dumb song. They don't do that anymore. So I think somebody told them, stop making fun of the song. Uh, we'll find out. I no, know. we we haven't found out. I've no, asked. we will. We will find out. I know I've people. I know people. Are yes, other than Capone. And, and if they yeah. say to you, "Well, no, that was never said," then then, then tell them to tell Capone, me. Capone, just come on no, and sit with us. But then us, tell Capone. them to tell me why. Last year, every time it came on, they go, "What a terrible song!" And then this year, all they do is go. You want me to just call, you, want, you want me to call up the Michael K. Show and ask? I'll call the radio. Yes. show. I don't care. I'll do it. Yeah, I'll do and it. And then see, you then see if you can get permission to play the snippet on the on on. We don't need permission we'll just play it don't worry about it I, I told you i have to get i have to talk to john Rezzi, who does the wrestling podcast because when i used to call his radio show 30 years ago when you're listening to me now this was me 30 years ago i heard a call with me 30 years ago and i'm like holy crap it sounds like me on the podcast now i never changed yeah. so i gotta i gotta get one of those speaking of wrestling tom we all expect a full review of this show tomorrow night in wanta a full Oh, full absolutely! Detailed review, yeah. photos, maybe video, whatever, yeah. but a full review. It's midgets. They're really yeah. short people. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, well, listen. Um, it was uh, another episode where we talked. We, you know, tried to have a guest on. I hope you guys enjoyed it. It's a beautiful use night. For a picture. We don't what are we going to use for a name? Yeah, we we didn't even. We don't. We have no theme. We should talk about this off the air, but I can tell you, I am very excited, and I love here. I love feedback on this. If you're still listening, what did you guys think about the background music while Tom read his uh, <laughs> scorecard? I think that should be a new I, addition to the show. I, can I and I'm say curious what you guys to you think. I hate to say this. Go ahead. And people are gonna go. Oh, Tom's just being crazy. Um, Even if they like it, they're gonna fucking say they don't like. They're gonna like. Oh, wait, hold on. If you're taking a picture, yeah, let me put my. Picture, you gotta let, be, let me put my glasses on. Hold on. I gotta take a picture here before we wrap up. I gotta make sure that I get a recording picture because I have one. Here we go. Looking good there. All right, here we go. No, All they're gonna black. say they're gonna All go. Black everything. They're gonna go. Oh, I don't like it. And even if they like, it. I've already told you. I caught people when I do my funny or not funny gag on on Facebook. Yeah. People go not funny, and then like a month later, someone else will post it and they'll go, "Oh, that was a very funny one." Well, I it's caught like, people. It's like M- it's people. like when MJF called out the internet marks that used to hate him and then said he was good. And by the way, when is MJF coming back, Tom? Because they're really like, there's gonna be. There's going to be a point where this thing has not had an update in so long that it's lost its luster. Yeah, like, but then what again, the fuck they is like going to pull on? a rabbit out of the hat and get you when you least expect I guess, but enough. Like, I'm waiting. I, I don't, listen, you know me. I don't watch it anymore. If there's yeah. no MJF and if me or you are not in the front row, why, why am I watching? I finally got to the place where I um, fast forward through a lot of the shows, and I never did that before. But it's just because there's too much stuff on. And by the way, good job by you correcting balls with this uh, TV 14 rating on, on uh, Raw. Yeah, I thought that, good that job was silly. By you. And by the way, the problem is they can never really go um, full because of the sponsors. There's yeah. a re- they, they, it's, I mean, there's so much shit going on there now that we didn't even really yeah. get into. Do you think but, it's yeah. time for the WWE yeah. to start doing sexual-oriented yeah, storylines yeah, when your CEO is paying? By the way, I hate to you tell said you this. It, not me. We're not talking about it now, but this is a tease for next time. Next podcast, we will have a session, a segment regarding these names. Go ahead. One name, Mets suck balls. <laughs> the other name, Shohei Otani. <laughs> 
we have, I'm fine. Around it should be around MVP time. We should have that yeah. around MVP. Will we have yeah. balls on to defend himself? Maybe. <laughs> I'd rather just rip him for a while, and then maybe we'll have one. We could mute him. I could put him on and mute him. <laughs> the other thing, here's the funny thing. Only People let him know, respond when you want it. I remember I said this in the beginning. I said this will never be a hatchet job podcast. But the thing is, yeah, I have the power. I have a microphone. You have a microphone. This is power. They don't. This is but power. But guess what? If you don't like it, start a podcast. There you go. And get Come a against us. Well, let's start a ratings war. But um, listen, Tom, it was it was uh, it was a pleasure again. I hope we can do another one before. Uh, well. We gotta track your beers. That's I'll just I'll leave it at that. Every yeah. beer you drink, I could put we gotta the brakes track. on a little bit till you get back anyway. Because I, I was gonna say buy maybe a bunch of Schaefer's. I I don't have to have a new beer every time I drink a beer. Maybe we do. I'm I'm leaving August 9th. Maybe we do one before I leave. But if not, when I get back, I think our I next one. I will not be drinking 50 beers by August 9th. So I'll, I'll I think be back our next one is. I think our next one, if we don't do it by August 9th, is beer 2000. And listen, Wait, folks, well, how long are you gonna be gone? I'm back the end of August. The 30th. Jesus Christ! Yeah, I told you. Yeah, the 9th to the 30th. So. Whatever, we'll we'll Yeah, we'll no, discuss. don't worry, I can put the brakes on. Um, and we will be discussing the live event for Beer 2000. Uh, we need sponsors, we need merchandising, um, we're, we, we need ticket sales, but we'll, we'll figure all that out, and we'll get that information to you fine people. So that's all for me. Tom, send us home. All right, we'll see you people on the box seat suck. Do you know we have, like, a ridiculous amount of people on that page? We do. And uh, it's become a, It's become a great network. A nostalgic network. Yeah, and people aren't um, abusing it. It's been it's been good. Yeah. Sometimes we go a little off topic. People do, but I don't care. You know, as long as it's not twenty posts a day, everything's yeah. been fine there. You know, um, and it's good to have a community, and that was the goal. And uh, but the main goal is to promote the podcast, which is why I get mad whenever someone goes, "Why are we talking about uh, lip balm?" And I'm like, "Because we mentioned it on the fucking podcast. <laughs> Listen to the podcast before you complain." Um. That's all I have. Those people are still playing tennis while we sit up here and we were sweating to death and complaining. These guys were over there playing tennis. The I think time. we we may have sweat more than they did actually by the looks. You of it. probably yeah. have. Yeah, I'm. You're have. all in black, man. I know. Man. I, I wasn't thinking straight when I dressed no. up today. Um, but you you don't think happy thoughts. Think of Milton and the Ten Degree Podcast. And Milton rapping. I got I got to show you that video. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. God, you know what? I hate to say this. This might be the most controversial thing I ever said. <laughs> Milton better stop because that's why rappers get shot. Bad rapping. Bad rapping. Milton, stay safe. Put the mic down, brother. <laughs> On that note. <laughs> On that note. Later, folks. Do-do-do-do-do-do.